AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease you know you've got a comeback in you when you take the next step you're going to make it count for your career for your family for your life you can earn a degree you're proud of with purdue global purdue global is backed by purdue university one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities this is your chance this is your opportunity this is your comeback Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Monday, July 13th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Antibody tests were also hailed as one of the main ways to get people back to work. Test positive for antibodies, and it means you've had the coronavirus and aren't in danger of catching it or infecting someone else. But these tests have had problems with accuracy. The reporter we speak to next had to take five antibody tests before she could trust the results. And the big question, does testing positive for antibodies give you a free pass? We still don't know how much immunity is bestowed on a person or for how long it lasts. Stephanie Baker, senior writer at Bloomberg News, joins us for what to know about these tests. Thanks for joining us, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. I wanted to talk to you about your experience with COVID-19. It's been an interesting ride, it seems. Your latest article, I had to take five antibody tests to get results I could believe. So start us off. Tell us about your experience with this. You seem to have gotten sick in February, but you couldn't take a test because testing wasn't so readily available. After that, you took four antibody tests, two came back positive, two came back negative. So you didn't know what to believe. And it wasn't until this fifth test that you took that came back positive, showing that you had antibodies for COVID-19 that you could really kind of get into the next phase of it, really, because there was all sorts of other stuff that came with that. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So the first story I did was taking these rapid finger prick 
blood tests for antibodies uh, against COVID-19. And if you remember earlier in the year, a lot of these rapid test kits, these little cassettes, had sort of flooded the market both in the U.S. and here in the U.K., but they hadn't been validated by the FDA. It was kind of a free-for-all. A lot of people were questioning the reliability of them. So I thought, well, if I take enough tests and I cross-check it with people who have confirmed cases, had confirmed nasal swab cases of COVID, then I should be able to figure it out. But I could not figure it out that, that first way. So two positive test results, two negatives, um, and they didn't correlate with, with the nurses and doctors that I found to, to also take those tests. Now, I waited for a more reliable test to come out. And, you know, many, many of the drug companies were saying, well, actually, slightly more reliable test is with an intravenous blood draw. And two of the tests uh, that made headlines were by Abbott, a U.S. pharma healthcare company, and Roche, which is a Swiss company. Both of those tests were given emergency use authorization by the FDA in the U.S., as well as they were validated here in the UK by the government. So I took the Abbott test, the only one I could get privately, and it did indeed come back positive, which I was oddly very relieved to find. You know, it's not normal to be relieved and happy when you get diagnosed with a disease, but in this case, I was quite relieved. So I at least had three positives and two negatives. So in the positive column, I was feeling a little bit more confident. Yeah, and Abbott, for their part, says the intravenous blood draw, their test is 100% sensitive to SARS-CoV-2 antibodies. So definitely something a step further than the blood prick ones. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. But testing positive for it, you know, you finally know that you had COVID-19. When you got sick with it in February, how bad was it for you? You know, it wasn't that bad. I think I caught it on a ski trip to the French Alps with my family. I took the train from the from London down to the Alps and took the train back, stayed in Paris for a night, and I caught it somewhere along the way there. And soon after I came back, I just felt extreme exhaustion, nausea, stomach upset, headache, fever, but I didn't have a cough. So when I called the doctor, the National Health Service doctor here, I said, shouldn't I isolate? And, you know, I was in this area, was like I'd gone across the border for a day to ski in Italy, you know, and that was at that time, the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak. Right. Um, and they said, no, you, you, because you don't have a cough, it's a respiratory illness. You just, that you didn't, you don't have COVID. You're fine. You don't need to isolate. No problems. So it, it wasn't that bad. I was exhausted and remained exhausted for several weeks, and I just didn't understand what exactly had hit me. So I, I, I didn't have the classic symptoms like yeah. some people have. So yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, what's unusual with the Abbott test is, is that I've, I know a couple of people who have also taken it who had more classic symptoms, and they tested negative on it. So, you know, there's so many things about this disease that we still don't understand, including who generates antibodies against it? How do you fight it off? You know, maybe there are other arms of the immune system that are fighting it off, like your T cell responses. So there's just, I think there's just so much more research that needs to be done about how people respond to it. So what does it mean now to be positive for having the antibodies to COVID-19? I would imagine a lot of people feel wow, this is a free pass now. I can uh, move freely throughout the world, throughout my community without any fear of getting it because I already had it. 
although we still don't know how much of an immunity antibodies bestow on a person, how long they last. But how did you feel after getting that test? Yeah, I felt greatly relieved. It gave me a peace of mind. And I did feel like, oh, I don't have to wear a mask. In the UK, unlike the US, I think mask wearing is not as prevalent. It's only required when you're on public transportation. It's not required when you go into shops. And many people, I would say the majority of people in shops are not wearing masks, which I think is wrong. I actually think we should be wearing masks. So after that initial rush of, I'm free, I stepped back and I realized, I don't know what this really means. I don't know how long these antibodies will last for. And I really should probably play it on the safe side to be a kind of good pandemic citizen and, you know, wear my mask when I go into shops and, you know, follow social distancing rules. What do you think it means for populations to have antibodies? Uh, I noted in your article, you said the center, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, said that uh, for every confirmed case of COVID-19, there could be 10 more people that have antibodies. So right now in the United States, we have about 3 million people that have COVID-19. So that means there's probably about 30 million people that have antibodies for it, but the U S population is 328 million. So uh, that's a, a huge number of people that still haven't had any type of experience with this virus yet. And I know for a long time, you know, going back to work, there was a lot of companies, a lot of people saying antibody tests are the way to go. We're going to know who has it or who's had it. And then they can come back to work freely. So how does, how do you feel about all that? We don't know the real extent of who has antibodies. And, and certainly, if going by the CDC number, 30 million is nowhere close to what you would want for so-called herd immunity, where a certain percentage of the population has it, that it will cause the sort of virus to die out. Antibodies do mean something. We don't know fully what they mean. For instance, they are being used for therapy on COVID patients. People are donating antibody-positive blood plasma to treat COVID patients. So obviously they have to work to some degree, but one person made a very, I thought, telling argument to me, which is, yes, we don't know how long they last, but continuous testing will reassure you. So one test may not be the silver bullet, but let's say if you test every few weeks just to see if your antibodies are there, that might give you some reassurance. I mean, the bottom line is, this virus hasn't been around long enough to know how long they last. Um, you know, if you look at previous uh, coronaviruses, the first SARS outbreak in Asia in 2002, 2003, they did studies which showed that people who contracted the first SARS, they had antibodies that lasted for two years and then they started to drop in year three. So is this going to be similar? It's unclear. We just don't know. I want to circle back a little bit and talk a little bit more about the test, the fingerprint, I'm sorry, the finger prick test. And then obviously the one that you got from, from Abbott, uh, I, I, there's a great line in your article. While the meaning of testing positive remains clear, the desire to find out was overwhelming. And, and I know in that context, you were talking about companies that were trying to roll out testing for their employees and everything. But I mean, definitely everybody just wants to know if they, might have had it if they were one of those asymptomatic people. Tell me about that. And then also, you know, the finger prick test, because they seemed not to be as reliable. Yes. Well, you know, the thing about this story, it has, it has really hit a nerve. I've never had so many readers email me about a story ever before. And I've been doing this for 
um, over two decades. Um, you know, people are sending me their test results. Everyone is obsessed, and I, I, people I are angry, sending me emails like really angry, like that test doesn't work. It, you know, yeah. I definitely had COVID and it tested me as negative. And to be and to be clear, real quick, you're not a doctor or a scientist. You noted this in your article, but people wanted a second opinion from you <laughs> with their own tests yeah. and everything. Well, and it, in fairness, it's really confusing unless you've done a lot of research to figure out what test is it. And, you know, uh, you know, friends of mine had said, I'm going to get an antibody test. And I was like, well, which one? Better figure out which one first, because they're not all made equally. And I think that brings it back to this whole question of the finger prick test. I mean, one of the finger prick, two of the finger prick tests I took were clearly more accurate than the others. I mean, I think the problem with the finger prick tests is they are just by design not as sensitive as the blood draw. You can't get that level of sensitivity. So it, you might miss people with perhaps low levels of antibodies. Some of the tests out there, whether they're finger prick or lab tests, can confuse your antibodies with antibodies to the common cold coronaviruses that are often circulating. So they're not specific, in other words, to the SARS-CoV-2. So it's really hard, even as a journalist, and I'm an investigative journalist, like looking into the, you know, how exactly are these tests made? They're, it's not disclosed, you know, which antibodies do they target? Are they looking for the antibodies against the spike protein? Or are they looking for antibodies against the so-called nucleocapsid, which is another viral sort of shell that you your body generates in response to the virus? Um, so I had to ask and probe and figure out. And, and the ones that do test for the so-called nucleocapsid, this is the Abbott and the Roche test, do seem to be, you know, getting better results. Um, I'd like to caveat that with, you know, they're not perfect. Uh, you know, they're not going to catch everything, but they're, they're better than many other market. The last question I have, Stephanie, after you came back positive with these uh, antibody tests and just in your own circles, people that you've told that, yes, I did have COVID-19, how's that reaction been? Have people been uh, wary to still want to stay away from, uh, you know, possibly stay away from you or something? Or are they more, uh, are they more relieved to have interactions with you? How's that played out? Yeah, no, the contrary. I think people are, are more relaxed uh, about coming over and spending time with me. I mean, I had a couple of friends over, one of whom has a situation where she's being quite careful. She, uh, you know, she's worried about contracting it. She has a sort of immunocompromised situation. And um, when I told her that I tested positive, she felt a little bit more relaxed. She was going to come over anyway, but she felt a bit more relaxed about coming over. So yeah, no, I don't feel in any way like I've been branded with the scarlet letters, <laughs> but you know, I think it, it, it does give some relief and you know, who knows, we may learn more in six months. I may get another test and see if I've still got them. Yeah. You know, this is an ongoing story. I think definitely an interesting ride through this. Stephanie Baker, senior writer at Bloomberg news. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. 
Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 